Welcome to a conversation with Jeremy Salceda. He is one of the toughest fighters that I have gotten the pleasure of getting to know. He has a bare knuckle fighting record of one and one, and he's ready to get back into the squared circle. We discuss his plans for his next bare knuckle fight and some of the difficulties as Jeremy is more of a traditional boxer in a field of bare knuckle fighters steeped in mixed martial arts. Enjoy this conversation with Jeremy Salceda, and as always, have fun, get rowdy, and listen to the Bare Knuckle Pod. Jeremy Salceda, how are you doing today, man? Hey, I'm doing good. How about yourself? Doing well, doing well. So you're you're coming off a a fight, what, about two weeks ago now, is it? Uh, No, how long ago is that fight? Three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was your second <laughs> fight? Yes, sir. So one and one. Looking for, I guess, a comeback here. Have you had any uh, uh, opportunities to, to get back in the, the squared circle or ring? Um, oh, yeah, definitely. They, they're they calling me up right away. That same night, I mean, they came up to me, Nate Shook, and um, a couple of the guys there at Knuckle and they're like, hey, they're like, man, we loved what we saw, especially off a two-day notice um, going against a veteran like him. You know, he, he had over 100 MMA fights, and uh, he was a tough opponent. And they called me up on Tuesday. It's like, hey, man, you want to take this fight? We're going to – it's probably going to be around 180 catch weight. And I said, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. And then Wednesday I was on the plane. Wow. That's impressive because he, I mean, even though he's only had three fights, I guess, counting years under his belt, uh, I would say that's, I mean, that's a pretty, pretty big veteran in, in bare knuckle. Um, if you've got two fights, two wins under your belt and you've got an MMA career, I mean, that's, that's a veteran for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. I had talked to Leonard and Leonard, Leonard Garcia. He was like, yeah, man, I, I think I remember him. Uh, being around when I was around in, in the UFC and sparring all these guys and finding all these guys. So, so, uh, he caught, he knew who he was as well. Now you don't get to really prepare for that. If you only get a two day notice, I mean, you don't get to watch much film or, or, or anything on him. Right. I guess he doesn't get to do that to you either, but at least he knew who was fighting. <laughs> right. At least that. And, and already having a training camp, you know, before, you know, getting ready for somebody else, you know, but, right. Uh, I try to stay active and make sure I'm ready regardless. So it was good. I didn't feel winded or nothing at all. Felt great. So how is that? You're, you know, you're trying to stay fit, stay ready, and yet you don't know when exactly you're going to have a fight. I mean, that's got to be kind of mentally tough. Oh yeah. Yeah. It can get, it can get kind of, um, deterring sometimes, but, but no, not, it, it's not bad. You just got to keep your head in the game, knowing that you can get a call any, any time, be like, Hey, we got a fight for you this week. Are you, are you down to take it? And so I'm one of those guys that that'll take that opportunity right away. So if he, if they call typically I'll be like, heck yeah, let's do it. You know, just let me know what weight I got to hit and I'll get there. Yeah. How much time do you usually like between fights? I mean, two Um, fights in a year, three fights in a year. Yeah, I would definitely do three fights in a year okay. for sure. I feel healthy already after that. The first round, the first round here broke my nose pretty bad. The doc, the doc had a had a hold of my nose and was like, "Hey, you, you're, this is pretty 
pretty broken here. Do you want to keep going? Or, and I was like, yeah, go ahead, put that thing back in place and let's go. <laughs> so he, he did that at ringside for you? Yes, sir. <laughs> That's amazing. It's the little things, you know, you don't, you don't catch that on TV uh, when you're watching it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. He grabbed it. He said, damn, that thing, that thing's pretty tender there. You, you good to go? I was like, yeah, just put it back in place. He said, all right, let's go. All right. Take a deep <laughs> breath. S- snapped it back in place and said, okay, you're good to go. Wow. <laughs> that's intense. That That's intense. Um, do you have much of a MMA background? Are you straight into boxing or how'd you kind of get, get your feet wet? Um, straight into, straight into boxing. I did a little bit of MMA, but not, not, I I've always just loved striking, standing up and throwing hands, you know? So I never really went the MMA route. I kind of did some training in it a little bit here and there. Um, Mm -hmm. people wanted me to do it, but, but I've just always been a boxer. I love boxing, so that's what I always did. <clears throat> and then boxing, as opposed to bare knuckle, is just completely different, you know. So yeah, I big, mean, it, a big it learning looks, curve there, for sure. I mean, I don't, I don't know what that transition would be like, but but I would assume the first time you get hit, you know, with a bare fist, or you hit someone else with a bare fist, and you can kind of feel, you know, their facial structure on your knuckles. That's got to be uh, intense. Oh yeah, definitely. The first, uh, punch I, I took on my, on my first fight, I was like, okay, you get a little stunned, you get a little shocked. Like, okay, that's what it feels like. I mean, other than obviously you can get into street fights and stuff, which is totally different. You know, it, it's really not going to last that long. You're not fighting a professional fighter that's throwing a precise shot mm-hmm. at your face and it being okay. In a street fight, you can throw elbows, you can throw whatever, and, you know, the, the guy can literally pick up dirt or, or pick up a rock and throw it at you or something, you know. But mm-hmm. in, in a sanctioned fight, it's bare knuckle, and you're fighting someone that's trained to hit you. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a lot different. <laughs> yeah, I was even, I would assume in some street fights, if you've ever been in one, not saying that you have, but if you have, you're probably the more skilled fighter. <laughs> Um, and so you're probably not as worried about that guy in front of you as much as, uh, when you're in that, that, uh, that ring. No, definitely, definitely because, uh, you, when, when you're trained and you just throw punches every day, you give, you give somebody that's just gonna, that's trying to pick a street fight, you you punch them one good punch. Um, typically they're, they're not going to want any more after that, you know? And you've got other people around. I mean, it's a whole, it's a whole. It's more like a brawl, you know. Um, right, yeah. Yeah. That's great. I still I can't get over the the fact that you had your your nose broke and then reset at ringside and then got back in there and that was in the first round. That was in the first round, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's That's nuts. Is that probably the worst injury you've had? Um no, I mean uh yeah. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I've had my nose broken in boxing before, but it was a different kind of break. Uh-huh. It wasn't the same at all. Um, it was definitely more felt. It felt more uh, distort. Like I don't know how to explain it. Like my nose really felt broken. I don't know. How to, yeah, yeah. When I got when I had it broken boxing, it it didn't feel the same. It was just like a small crack. But uh-huh. This time it was it was different. It was definitely I yeah, could yeah. feel it feel the crunch 
feel it when okay. they're moving it around. It's like, okay, yeah, there's, it's definitely broken. <laughs> it's definitely broken this time. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, yeah. jeez, that's that's nuts. What about the wraps on your hands? Do you feel like they're useful, not useful? Yeah, I feel in like bare the knuckle, where they wrap it to, you know, just below the knuckle. Do you feel like they're, they're it's it's useful? I feel like it's useful on your wrist, and that's the main thing that uh, it's supporting your wrist, right? So yeah. you can you can throw more confidently than if you didn't if it if you didn't have the the wraps there, mm -hmm. um, and your and your wrist just flies back when you're throwing a punch or something, and and you, you break it, you know. So yeah, it definitely helps. Um, but when you're used okay, to throw, you throwing with gloves all the time, boxing with gloves, it's it's a whole different feeling. You know, you can you can throw a punch a lot of different ways and and block punches with gloves. Uh -huh. But you really can't block block punches with a bare fist. You know what I mean? You right. can kind of throw them down, but you still risk the chance of getting uh, the back of your hand punched and broke you know right then and there so right. that's one thing to think about do you feel like you have to be more precise with your punches in bare knuckle oh yeah definitely because i mean if you if to. you hit the top of somebody's head i mean you, you're, you're probably going to mess yourself up more than more than your opponent oh yeah definitely he uh and at the end of the fight we were back there in the back with the doctors and everything getting stitched up and he's like, man, the doctor's like, yeah, those, those hands are both broken. Both of his hands were swollen up. They were, they were broken pretty bad. So his uh, hands. Yeah. <laughs> both oh, of dang. Jeez. I feel like that's one of the things that's hardest to heal. Um, in bare uh -huh. knuckle. like if you break your hands, it's, that's kind of the thing that, takes longest to heal and, and get you back in there because i feel like my nose is, is pretty good it was sensitive there for a while but uh -huh. but right now it, it doesn't feel bad but if my hands like the first fight I, I had a couple breaks and my knuckle was sitting behind pretty far back you know where it's not normally sitting at right and uh it took a lot longer for my knuckles to heal than than my nose than the broken nose and my, all the uh cuts and everything i had yeah and then i mean I you can still hit a bit and train a little bit you know with the with the broken nose but yeah if you break your hand you're out for probably what six weeks at least yeah definitely uh that's it feels super tender and uh that was what was good on this fight i mean i, I did get him pretty good a couple punch got uh several times but um luckily i didn't damage my hands i, I kind of looked at them right after the fight that's one thing you kind of do is look at your hands uh -huh. and they're like dang what did what did i dislocate what did i break you know and i looked at them and they looked they looked pretty normal i was like dang okay that's good that's a good sign right there you think anything has to do with you know you're you're more of a boxing background and um he had more of an mma background um and maybe your striking was a little bit more accurate or, and he was just going for going for broke. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. That, that, that could be it. Um, Cause I was throwing more precise shots, like more boxing stance, more of a boxing, not so wild, uh -huh. which um, that's what he caught me with quite a bit was the wild ones. You know, uh, if you, and if you talk to a boxer, you always know like, man, I hate, 
a lot of boxers will tell you when they, when it's sparring day, they're like, dang, I hate sparring this guy because he's wild. You know what uh-huh, I mean? Right. And someone that's more accurate against another boxer that's accurate and used to throwing precise punches, you get in there with someone that's wild and it, it, it throws you off. It really does because you're not used to that. You're used to sparring all these guys with the technique, you know, certain movement. Mm-hmm. So when they throw this punch here, when they land a punch here, you're going to throw the opposite. You're going to throw, you know. Yeah. So um, that's kind of what, what can throw you off as a boxer um, coming into a sport like like this. Yeah, and it sounds kind of crazy because, you know, why would the wild, you know, someone who's not as technical, you know, be more of a problem? But, you know, if you're technical, you're going to have probably more longevity in boxing where – if you're wild, you're probably going to win one or two fights. You shouldn't, but your longevity is probably not going to be there. Um, and you said you were looking for your next fight. You have kind of been contacted a little bit. Um, do you take any time off? Are you right back in the gym? Yeah, maybe. Uh, I think I took off probably about five days, something like that. Jeez, oh, yeah, and five then, days. Uh, <laughs> got back in there. <laughs> Jeez. Do you take a yes, trip sir. or just, just not go into the gyms, a vacation in itself? No, no, I, I really don't have time, honestly. I got so many things going on all the time. Um, I got a, a little a little bit of what I, other things I do is I, I run a, a music studio and oh, okay. uh, I produce and write, write music and uh, manage multiple artists and rap and R&B. Uh, country music, rock music, and Spanish music. So, pretty much do everything with with that. With as far as music, and yeah. um, I also um, do uh, programming and engineering. I will write programs for uh, companies, for oil field companies, um, on and also uh, should have a movie coming out by the end of the year that they asked me to be in. So I've been going back and forth shooting for that as well. How in the heck are you in a gym? <laughs> That's too much stuff going on. <laughs> yeah, make sure I get it done though. I'll, so I'll get you, five o'clock in the morning and be there three hours in the morning, and then in the evening I'll go uh, back to the gym again. Jeez. Um, so you you when you say you you write you code, like when you say you write a program. Um, it's not, it's not as much coding just a little bit, but it's more, it's, it's a different way of programming. So there's like ladder logic, relay logic, there's different types of logic that, yeah. So it just depends on, on, uh, what the, what, what they need, you know? Okay. Um, So yeah, just multiple multiple languages, uh, more of like, yeah. Awesome. We need to move to Tennessee. We've got we've got a little country music thing going on here. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> uh, get you get you down on Music Row and Broadway. Heck yeah. But yeah, that, that I mean that sounds like you're, you're stretched pretty thin. But yeah, I guess you gotta you gotta stay on that to to get all, everything done you want, right? Right. Yeah. That, that, that's kind of what I do. I mean, I say a lot of people are like, man, why do you take on so many things? Just like if I'm given an opportunity like this, especially, uh, uh, in music or fighting, um, I'm going to def I'm going to, I'm going to take it, you know, there's, 
millions of people out there want to do that, like as far as pursue music or pursue fighting career or something like that. So I'm like, man, I'm, I'm going to go for it and I'm going to go for it um, as long as I can till I and they're like, man, when do you sleep? I'm like, I'm I really yeah, don't. I'm the same thing. <laughs> but I mean, um, I, I go to work, and come home, I do this, but that's that's about it. I don't I don't I don't have that many other things going on. <laughs> Much less being in a, a movie, producing someone else's music, you know, being on a computer and writing code or whatever that you know, like that's 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 legit. And a lot of those things you have to be. It's it's like continuing to uh kind of perfect everything you're doing is like a, a craft that you have to continue to perfect you know right yeah no definitely you have to you have to work at it every day and in, in all of those fields right know? yeah I, life is good i enjoy it right now good, good. well i mean you have to stay busy um uh, what was <laughs> it i was watching this thing on on netflix with arnold schwarzenegger he was saying uh I forget what he was saying. Pretty much, if if you don't work a lot, that's when you're sad. It's like, it's like if you're depressed, you're just not working enough. You just gotta keep working. <laughs> yeah, find something else to do. So, uh, All right. What's your what's your kind of? Uh, do you have any pre-fight uh, uh, rituals that you uh, that you you have to do? You know, or you feel like crap. I'm not, I'm not gonna win this fight if I don't do this. <laughs> No, I don't. I've never been like a superstitious or anything. Yeah, I've never, I've never been superstitious or kind of thinking I need to do something specifically to to get a win or anything like that. So, man, before the fight, I'll go train in the morning like that. That morning before the fight, I was down there with G and uh, Christina Fiera and Ryan from Gorilla okay, yeah. Warfare. And uh, he was actually holding mitts for me, running running mitts with me and everything. So it was good, man. So I was down there putting in work, go up to the room and just kind of hang out. Really, nothing crazy. Okay. Anything that you, anything mentally or anything that you do to kind of get you through maybe the pre-fight, you know, anxiety, maybe that hour before you are, you know, about to walk out, uh, you know, headphones or just kind of. Um. Yeah. Typically. Um, especially the first fight, I had a lot of, I had, uh, all that nervous tension built up, you know, so I just got some headphones and cranked it up and listened to some rock music. And, uh, that was about it. Got a little the, as soon up. as your fight, like your song goes on and you're walking out, is that gone? Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you still feel the nervousness cause you know, man, there, this is a big deal. You have millions of people watching at home. You have right. everybody in the stands. And then in, and in this case, in this fight, everybody in the stands is booing me because it's, it's a local <laughs> guy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Hometown heroes on the other side. <laughs> right across from you. All right. So like, man, it's just, you just have to use that energy. It, I guess. It's, it's, you feel every kind of nervous, you feel every kind of, uh, emotion and, uh, that you can think of all at once. You, I mean, like Mike Tyson said, you can't be, you you can't be great if you're not scared. He said he was scared every single fight, no matter how mean, how big, and how good he knew he was. He said every single fight he was scared. He said because that that helped him and helped push him to 
to just ba- basically be a monster. You know what I mean? Right. It's either be kill or be killed. So you kind of had that mentality every time. So I, yeah, I think that's sure. what it is. Um, not a not a thing of uh, I don't know. It, it's, it's just channeling it. Right, right, yeah. And you, the hairs on your back stand up, and everything. You're like, man, this is uh, it's time to go. As soon as they they say toe the line, you're looking at this person that can that it's either you or him. You know, mm-hmm. you're. You can either you can either lunge at him and start going at it full blast. You can sit back and watch what he's gonna do, and if he's gonna be precise, what you know, yeah. Or um, it, it it you just you just don't know. You, yeah. You never know. You can study someone a hundred times, a thousand times, but it really doesn't matter when you step in that ring. Do you, you know? do you feel like after two fights under your belt, do you feel like you'll change anything? Um, like yeah, you said, yeah, you could, you could lunge. I mean, you could lunge and go straight back. You could, you could wait for him. Uh, I mean, do you see any, um, advantages, uh, that you may not have seen in your first two fights that now you're like, you know what, I'm going to try that. And no, yeah. Um, I think what it is, is not being, depending on who you're fighting, right? If, mm-hmm. if I get in there and fight someone that's a boxer that has boxer background, then I'm probably going to box them, you know, but sure. now fighting the two guys I fought have been more wild have been both from MMA backgrounds and then the first guy I fought he he was he was way taller than me he probably had a foot foot reach on me um so I kind of had to just throw you couldn't you can't really box somebody like that either you know so I kind of right. had to rush them and get into the body and uh throw some crazy punches but I think a lot of it is um being more aggressive and and just going at it you know not not trying to be so precise that when this person throws uh a certain punch then you have to counter it this way or 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 however um you kind of just got to go in there and 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 take a punch to give a punch more than racking up points and just tapping somebody with the glove you know well yeah that's what i was i was talking about or i was talking to uh becky usmanoff the uh the other week and he was saying you know he was he was uh his opponent was just racking up points by doing just little body shots that weren't doing much but he didn't realize how much it was counting you know um right and he ended up losing that fight but it reminds me of kind of what you're saying because he looked more like the polished uh boxer you know um, and even his opponent looked like he took on a lot more damage than he did. Um, and, you know, he thought he was winning the fight uh, the whole time, but it was just kind of these wild punches, you know, just going berserk, you know, and just racking up a ton of points on body shots or whatever um, actually won his opponent the fight. No, yeah, definitely. That's that's exactly what it is. So you got to you gotta be in there, get in there and, and get aggressive and, and know that now it's not – you can't just focus on a point system, you know. You got to go right. in there ready to, to to knock someone's head off, pretty much. <laughs> right. And know that you're going to take damage while doing it, you know. Um, right. I mean, what, yeah, I don't think there's there's any way to get in that ring without taking some damage. Which I was kind <laughs> of thinking, you know, that that's that's going to be a tough, uh, you know, the longevity of a fighter, not only because of you know how how easy it is to break a knuckle. Uh, you know, hurt your wrist or, or even break a finger or something like that. But even the, the cuts you might take, um, you know, then they open up a little bit easier down the road and stuff like that. What's the longevity 
Um, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, but um, it, it does seem like there may, I don't know if your longevity would be the same as it, as it would be if you were boxing with gloves or not. Right. Yeah. I think um, cut wise. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to take a lot more cuts, a lot more superficial damage than you would internal damage. Cause yeah. now you're not throwing a punch at full force when you have a boxing glove, knowing it's going to protect your hand. Right. But one, one little punch, one, one small punch, not even a hard punch will, will cut you right open. Yeah. So yeah, I said, I think cut wise superficially, like more, more like that being able to getting cut open easier uh -huh. is definitely going to shorten the longevity because every time you get in the ring, now you're going to just get all cut open. Right. And like, just like a uh, good John, that, that's a good, good. Uh, <laughs> I think of, yeah. Every time I have this that. conversation with someone, that's, that's who I think of. <laughs> yeah. He'll, uh, cause he, he, he what do he say? He says skin's like paper. tissue paper. <laughs> <laughs> And that's that's what happens. I mean, when you've taken so so many bare knuckles to the face, I mean, it's just going to be easier to cut open, you know. So yeah. definitely, I like what uh, you I don't said. Think it's much internal. What's that? Yeah, yeah, I, I I agree with you. I like what you said. You know, you get more external damage, but less less internal damage. So maybe less longevity in the ring, but probably a longer life and better quality <laughs> right. of life. Definitely. Um, yeah. Well, man. I really, really appreciate you coming on. It's been awesome talking to you. And uh, hopefully uh, I can have you back on um, once you get your next fight nailed down and maybe have you on before or after. Definitely, yeah. Just uh, let me know. And uh, I should be fine in August. Um, we'll, we'll, they, they got two, uh, two things going on for me right now. I don't know how much I can say but they definitely wanted me back in the ring ASAP. So, um, I'm, I'm for sure. I'm, it's pretty, it's probably going to be in August. That's all I'm okay. going to say. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't want to get you in trouble. I don't want to get you in trouble. Now, will you <laughs> announce that? What social media do you, do you announce once you are able to say something? Do you announce it on Instagram or Facebook or what's your, where, where are you going to, where would you announce that? On Instagram for sure. Okay. My Instagram is climbing pretty good. Um, so everything I've been posting has been on Instagram. Jeremy Salcedo. Yes, on sir. On Instagram. Awesome. Well, appreciate it, man. You have a good night. Yes, sir. You too. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for coming on.